Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear friend. Thank you, as always, for sharing some time with me today. I do consider it an honor. And yeah, you are a friend. I call you friend because you are a friend. We share time together. And that's a sacred commodity, isn't it? Time is something that you don't get back. So I'm honored that we are investing time in each other and and sharing this space. And I know we are a community of like-minded men and women who are looking to grow and expand and tap into our highest, most efficient spheres of influence for such a time as this. Communication is the key to greater areas of influence. It is the key to freedom in just about any area of your life, because if you can communicate effectively and efficiently, the world is your oyster. And here's the beauty. It doesn't have to be in the form of public speaking. It doesn't mean you're on some stage, you know, speaking to thousands or millions of people. That's not what I mean. I mean various forms of communication from intellectual to verbal to nonverbal and written to art forms, because that is communication as well. I mean, have you ever looked at a piece of art and been so incredibly moved you don't even have words. Have you have you been to a play or a ballet or a dance or a concert and you're just moved emotionally because of the art in front of you? And it is such a beautiful expression of the creator and all that the creator expresses and creates. I don't know. It's amazing. And we are also a growing community. We've got friends now in 23 states in the U.S. and also Brand new friends in Ireland. Welcome, Ireland. Love you. Really, really want to visit Ireland. I have just heard so many beautiful and amazing things. Yes, I've seen all of the pictures, yet I know it will never, ever hold a candle to the beauty of being on the land and soil in Ireland. Same with Belgium. Thank you, friends in Belgium, for listening. God bless you. Even though we are a world apart, we are not. We are actually right here together brothers and sisters, like-minded as we are. So, all right. Thanks again for sharing time. I want to remind you of my friends at Aniva.com. They have confidence in me, and I'm so honored that they want to partner with me and share my platform and allow me to share their platform with you. So if you are looking for whole food, cold-pressed liquid supplementation, this is especially beneficial, in my opinion, for individuals with special needs, and I do help care for and support individuals with special needs, and also people who just have issues digesting tablets and capsules and things like that. This is all non-GMO. It's liquid, whole food, pure and clean, effective supplementation. It's one ounce daily, and it provides all the infrastructure your body needs to continue to build those healthy building blocks for health from amino acids to vitamins to minerals to plants, extracts, you name it, they've got it. And again, that's aniva.com, E-N-I-V-A.com. Their coupon code that they've offered my friends, that's you, is Pure Health, P-U-R-E-H-E-A-L-T-H, Pure Health for 10 bucks off your first order. All right, today, first things first, I want to ask you what you might do right now to find three things that you're grateful for. Look around, maybe you're in your car, take a peek around. What do you see? Do you see the sky? Do you see the trees? Do you see somebody walking down the street? 
Are you on an airplane? Do you look out over the clouds? Do you look down and see the earth beneath you through a veil of smatterings of clouds? Are you in bed at night and it's still dark and you see the insides of your eyelids, but you find a place of comfort in your own body and you expand that comfort and you find gratitude in that comfort and that wellness in that part of your body? Whatever it is, I am inviting you to step into, just for a minute now, three things that you can just find incredible gratitude for and expand that feeling of gratitude now throughout your whole body and maybe even expand it out and share it with others, even though you're not talking with them, even if it's just somebody you know, in the cubicle next to you. If you can share that wonderful feeling, expression, vibration of gratitude, it's amazing what that kind of communication can do for everyone around you. I'm telling you, it kind of changes the dance. When you come off and bring into any environment or circumstance or situation a higher energetic peace, you can and will change the trajectory of an environment of a situation. It's pretty profound. So finding that gratitude, I think, is a beautiful practice every day. And then what I wanted to chat with you about a little deeper here now is this idea of self-care. Oh, I don't even like saying it. Self-care. It's super trite. I know. You hear it all over the place. We don't really identify what it means specifically for us. But I wrestled with this idea of self-care for years, and maybe you're somebody that does as well. Because I'll tell you what used to happen to me. I used to travel for radio when my babies were littler, and I did it because I would, I would travel maybe three or four days a month. I could actually earn more doing a live event on the radio three or four days a month than if I were to leave my babies you know, in a daycare setting or care provider setting and work full time, especially when you have a special needs child, there really wasn't any such kind of a daycare or Montessori program that was fit to take care of my middle son, Benjamin's needs. So I would get the help and assistance of family. And when I was married, before I became a single mom, you know, my husband and I would swap out our schedules and make it happen because it was just more advantageous to do that. And then I could be home with the kids the rest of the time because, again, I was earning more money being out on the road three or four days a month than I could working five days every single week. So when I would do that, I'd be on the airplane and I would be settling into my seat, getting ready for takeoff. And it always used to drive me bananas when the flight attendant would say, come on with that message about in the case of an emergency, put your own oxygen mask on first before assisting others. I used to roll my eyes. I used to heavily sigh. I used to think to myself, that is absurd. I would never do that. That is ridiculous. If I were flying with my babies, and there were times that I did. I would never put my own oxygen mask on first before putting theirs on. That is so selfish. That's so absurd. <laughs> okay, bear with me. I honestly thought that was the correct position to take. I thought it would come across as and actually be quite selfish for me to grab oxygen before, let's say, one of my own children. Okay, what I learned over the course of time, and perhaps you're learning this as well in your life, is when you've got nothing to give, nobody gets. That's the way it is. Nobody gets. When you are completely depleted, you have just about zero 
to offer anybody else. Name the area. If I, ha- if I was going on very little sleep, I would really struggle to be able to meet my children's physical needs. I would do it, but I did it dragging myself around. I did it tired. And frankly, I did it probably crabbier than I would have if I would have just asked for the help I desperately needed and allowed myself to go get some decent sleep. But to me, that felt selfish. Why should I burden somebody else with my own needs? It's not their problem. I'm not getting enough sleep. That's my problem. I can't burden them. Just carry on. Suck it up. Put on your big girl panties. You know, all the things that we say about ourselves and to each other to deprecate and sort of, you know, diminish the reality of our need for assistance or help or support. So I used to just do those things really, really tired. I used to do those things depleted. I used to do those things stressed out because I did not pay attention to my own self-care first. And when I would hear that message on the airplane, it just made me think, maybe it was even a little self-righteous, frankly, to think to myself, I would never do that. You know, I'm so much better than caring for myself before someone else's needs. You know where it gets you? You know where it got me? It got me totally depleted. It got me adrenally fatigued. I was actually diagnosed with adrenal fatigue and it was the spark that lit the fire to ongoing anxiety and panic, which leads to depression. Because when your body is depleted enough where you're not creating your own serotonin or melatonin or some of the other vital hormones, and you're that depleted, the adrenal system begins to become so stressed and depleted that the systems start failing. And then when the systems that are meant to keep us up and running and active and getting what we need to done and energized, when those systems start to fail, it's kind of a snowball effect and your system is not producing the proper level of hormones and it's downhill from there. So I spiraled into this adrenal fatigue and lost weight and was so stressed out and became so incredibly anxious. And then that anxiety and the overuse, the over secretion of things like cortisol and adrenaline, right? Always fight or flight, always needing to take care of something, Um, taking care of my children by myself, my son, Benjamin, with his diagnosis, and then all of the things that came with that, uh, from sleepless nights to behaviors to you name it. Actually, it begins to cause depression because when your body is so depleted of those vital hormones, uh, you start to fall into coexisting depression just by the very nature of the fact that those hormones and those systems are so taxed and so depleted. Obviously, I liked to learn the hard way, and I did learn that I, at the end of the day, was not going to win any awards or uh, or any medals for being so heroic that I thought I could do it all, all of the time without any assistance, without paying the price. I paid the price. And when we pay the price, it is going to affect the ones that we love and care for. It's going to have an effect on those very individuals that you want so badly to take such good care of. And when I would think back then on that analogy and how badly it bothered me that the flight attendants with that overhead announcement to put your oxygen mask on first before assisting others, you're no good to others unless you're good for yourself. And if I don't have oxygen in my own lungs, right, 
How can I possibly help put oxygen into somebody else's? If I'm passed out in the seat next to my children, how on earth am I going to get my children to safety? How on earth am I going to help them and assist in any ways that they need? Take this and string it across whatever arena or area of your life. This moves into the workplace as well. If you own a company, if you work for a company, if you are overloaded and depleted because you carry the same mindset I used to carry, hey, if you want a job done right, do it yourself. It's kind of prideful. But also, it doesn't work for long. It's not sustaining because after a while of doing that, and you can do it for a teeny bit, but after a while, that's not sustainable. Burnout kicks in and you can still do it, but you know what? You're going to do it hating it. You're going to do it begrudgingly. You're going to do it thinking to yourself, I don't know how much longer I want to do this. I don't find the joy in it anymore. I've been stripped of the joy and the fun. It's not fun. I mean, these are the things I began to say, even in my own company, when I was intent on juggling all the balls at the same time, keeping it all in the air, because I thought, you know, delegating was going to be an issue. I was, something was going to be done right. It's going to have to be done by me because after all, my name is connected to the company. The reality is when we start to offload, when we ask for assistance, when we delegate, and when we can then take care of ourselves, when we can feed ourselves, when we can get a decent night's sleep, when we can nurture our own bodies with food that's going to provide energy and stability to our structure and nourishment, you know, to support the infrastructure of our bodies, it causes us to feel better. And you know what? When we take care of ourselves, it's a cyclical effect. Taking care of ourselves begets feeling good. Feeling good begets wanting to take better care of ourselves. Taking better care of ourselves begets wanting to eat better. Wanting to eat better begets wanting to exercise better. Wanting to exercise better begets wanting to get better sleep. Better sleep begets wanting to do more. And the cycle goes on and on. It creates a beautiful pattern. When you have cared for yourself and you have delegated or asked for and received the assistance or support that you need right now in this moment in time, in this arena of your life, it will open you up to healing. It will open you up to greater measures and levels of creativity. And you know what happens then when you are healing When you are energized again, when you are feeling creative and inspired, you're going to turn around and you're going to pay that forward. You're going to gift that to others that the doors will be open to. People will enter your life who need this type of inspiration and those occasions will be met. Those divine appointments will be had because you will have cared for yourself. You will have garnered what you've needed, that oxygen in your lungs. You'll have drawn in the oxygen, replenished yourself and your system, and wow, will you be able to give back, and you will be able to give back exponentially. Your bandwidth will grow. The better delegator you become, the better receiver or recipient you are to other people's support and assistance, the better giver you can become. And isn't it a beautiful thing to give? What does scripture say? It is more blessed to give than to receive. Absolutely true. But it doesn't say don't receive. It says give as you have also been given unto. That's beautiful. And that's the truth. So that's the invitation to you today. Put your own oxygen mask on yourself first and then 
who get what you need to replenish, get what you need to support yourself and create that infrastructure, good night's sleep, healthy meal, a little bit of meditation, some decent food, rest and relaxation in moderation, of course. You know me, I'm not talking about, you know, spend all of your days lounging and relaxing and chilling and then, you know, expect to be able to give. You know yourself and you know what your body needs. You know the levels of moderation. You know your thresholds in every arena of your life. And if you don't know, ask, ask yourself. The answers will come. What do I need in terms of sleep each night? What am I needing now in terms of my diet? What is my body needing that it may be currently depleted of? What do I need in terms of relationship? What is it that I'm lacking in terms of my own mental stimulation or education? When you tap in and identify and start putting your own oxygen mask on first and identifying those things and feeding yourself that much needed oxygen in whatever area of your life it is, your creativity will grow and expand. You will be better for those you serve. Thanks again for taking the invitation, my friend. And as always, thanks for sharing time with me. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.